to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. Social media is hard, but trying to do social media as somebody else is impossible. Do you struggle with imposter syndrome? Do you hate seeing yourself on camera? Are you unsure of what platform to be on and how often to show up there? Well, join the club. On every episode, you'll hear a real life person talk about their successes and struggles on social media, how they overcame their own insecurities, and they'll give practical insight for you to apply today. So if you're ready, let's start the show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. And I'm so, I, I need to come up with different ways to like say that I'm excited because the, I have a different level of energy today because you know when you just meet people that you just, you may not say this to their face because you don't want to be a weirdo, but like in your heart, you're like, we're going to be bros. Like we're kind of cut from the same cloth. We're, 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 we're very similar. And, and so guys, I, I can't promise that Phil feels that way about me, but I feel that way about him. And what's amazing is we've never spoke words to each other until three minutes ago when we were getting ready to record this episode. And so all the reasons I love this guy is just simply by watching him on social media which is the power of what we're trying to help you guys harness through this podcast. And so today on the show, I've got Phil Dodds. Phil, you are a mortgage guy. You're, you're a loan officer. You're, you're with Rave Mortgage. And, and, and you've, man, you, you've got a really cool story. And, and so I think I kind of want to go backwards with you for a sec. Sure. And man, let's just kind of start with like, when did you decide, when did you realize that like, oh my gosh, like this social media thing is like actually powerful and like works and I should probably like be intentional with it. Yeah. Well, first off, I got to tell you, dude, feelings mutual, man. I, same thing. Followed you on social media. I feel like we're cut from the same cloth. Because I put my and, heart out there and you yeah. could have ripped it apart in the middle of yeah. an episode. Absolutely. No, man. I feel like, dude, if, if we were in the same town, we definitely would be buds and we definitely would be uh, would be hanging out and have a lot uh, in common. And um, so, yeah, definitely feelings, definitely mutual there. Um, I would. So basically, yeah, mortgage loan officer. I, I love social media. Right. And I felt like at some point I was putting out a lot of just just content. There's no rhyme or reason to it. But I knew that I needed to, to be there because that's where our customers are. You know, back yeah. in the old days, when you're a mortgage loan officer, you drive to open houses and, and, and pop in and try to meet a real estate agent, you know, or, or co-host one and try to meet new leads. Or when I first got into the business, I would spend every day, I'd have to make 50 cold calls in the morning oh. and 50 cold calls in the afternoon. Yuck. And I hate cold calling. I, I absolutely hate it. Because I'm a relational person, you know. I want to spend the time to get to know someone, and, you know, figure out who they are, just have a conversation and build a relationship with them. And when you're doing cold calling; it's so hard to do. It's like get them on the phone, and you're like slamming them with a a solution or reason they should do business with you. And I, I kind of my mind changed where I could see where social media was a way to build relationships with people, and and it's not just about what you're putting out there; it's actually about getting out there and developing that relationship. It's not just about producing content. And about a year ago, I said, you know what? 
we're going to, we're going to change the way we do things. I'm going to get some coaching. I'm going to do whatever I can to grow in this area. And my business has just exploded over the last year, just transitioning from having content that I just put out there to having a strategy, thinking about what I'm posting yeah. and I'm posting and being super intentional about building relationships with people. I love it. So before we, we keep diving into that, let's give honor where honor is due. So a year ago, you know, who entered your life? What, yeah. what were the different things that you added that, that helped you get now to where you are today? Sure. So, so I love li- listening to podcasts. Uh, I'm in the truck a lot here in the Midwest. We, we all do a lot of driving every day. Yeah. So I'm in the truck. I, I love to just, just soak in information. I love learning new things. And so I listened to a bunch of different podcasts. The, the, the first ever mortgage-related podcast I listened to was Jeff Zimfer with a mortgage, mortgage marketing radio. Yep. But my buddy, Jeff. Yeah. Buddy Jeff. And I, and, and I love, I love Jeff. He has on tons of great guests. I'm sure you were probably been on his, his podcast before. I have. Yeah. Um, and I was listening to one day he had Michelle Berman on there and she was talking about Instagram and, um, she had very, her, her ideas around Instagram are very strategic. You know, mm-hmm. there's a strategic way to approach Instagram. Yeah. And um, I have a background in just uh, in photography, videography, and creating okay. content. And at one point in time, I had an Instagram account for photography that had over 10,000 followers. Yeah. But I'd never got any business from it. Right. 10,000 followers, but it never produced any money. It was just people consuming my content and just like, right. hey, we like this. That's a great job on 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 that picture, a great job on that video or that piece yeah. of content you created, but they weren't doing business with me. And so when I when I heard her speaking about her program and how you can not only, you know, grow your following, it's not about followers, it's about building relationships and actually being able to to uh, generate revenue from it. I was like, yeah. ding. Okay. She has an idea that I need to learn more about. Yeah, I hopped on like a, a call with her or a master class with her thing, and uh, I bought her program right away. Got coaching from her right away, and and she, uh, as far as Instagram is concerned, for sure, definitely helped me change the way my business operates and the way that I that I produce content, post content, it. and build relationships on there. And uh, yeah, Michelle's awesome. I can't say enough great things about about her program for sure. And so we will we will tag her program in the show notes for anybody listening. Um, it's called the Instagram Power Method. Instagram Power Method. She's one of my my really good friends. Um, she's unbelievable at what she does. She is a tacticianer. Yes. Right. Where where I would say I'm a very like I'm a big picture guy. Yeah. She Me too. she takes my big picture. And and applies 19 steps to it to help the big picture actually happen. And that's right? exactly that's that's I'm the same way. I think the exact same way. I have a lot of big great ideas. Yeah. How do I funnel that down into actionable steps? Like I yep. said, I, I always say she brings like a KPI strategy. She can like track and measure your activity and what you're doing on Instagram and how it's getting results. Yep. And then Hey, that piece of content right there that you just did right there, it got you this many impressions and got you this many results. You need to dive into that instead yep. of this other stuff over here. And, and it's huge, exactly. man. So we're not going to give away our program on our episode 
because we no, want people to go. Sure. We want people to go give her money. But what <laughs> it like give everybody? What was maybe like the takeaway you've received from her so far that you were not expecting? Uh, the biggest nugget, and I said this, I was on her Facebook Live yesterday. Yeah, the biggest nugget from her course was personal and business mixed together. Mm. You can't, you know, I, I see so many real estate agents, so many loan officers, they've got a personal page. They've got a separate business page. Get rid of them. One account. Yep. People want to know who you are as a person, as a human being, what your interests are, because your interests and your life is what connects them to you. Yeah. You just want them to know what you do for a living so that when they have when you when you're providing value in your content, they they creates and drives a conversation with them. Yep. And that that was the so big good. that was the biggest nugget. It's so good. And I I call that passive branding, where I can be talking about business and I could let one of my kids run in the room. And so now while I'm talking business, I'm reminding you that I'm a dad. Yep. Right. That's passive branding. I can be talking about parenting. But I could say at the beginning of that video, you know what, guys, there's nothing I love more after coming back from speaking at, a, at an event than getting to hug my kids. So I, the content was about hugging the kids, but I just reminded you that I just got back from speaking at a big event. Yeah. All right. There's, there's so many ways to, to, to let people into both sides of the equation without doing one's a business video, one's a personal, and then we just pinball back and forth. You know, one, one of the things that really connected me to you is that you have a ministry background. Yeah. And I, I have a ministry background. Come on. Like, so when, it's like when I heard that, I was like, oh, dude, I love this guy. Like, you know, that's yeah. something that connects us. We both have, obviously, we both have awesome beards, you know. Yours is more football. awesome. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yours is looking pretty sharp nowadays. So I wish I had more hair on my head like you did. Though, so, you know, I don't know. Your life's easier sharp. without without that hair. <laughs> But like that, that, that was something that, you know, if you were just straight business all the time, hammering right. content, it didn't let me in to who you are as a person. I would never have made that connection with you. Right. And, and I love that you just said that because, right, we get most bored with our own lives. I am now, like I was doing the math the other day, I'm coming up on being nine years removed from ministry. Wow. So if I'm not careful, dude, I tell that story less and less. Yeah. And all the guys like you, that that's really what was that initial connection. Mm -hmm. If I'm not careful, I won't even give anybody else the chance to have that connection with me because, man, that was almost a decade ago. Yeah. Right. So guys, we've got to, the, the, well, you're, I don't know. Are you in our book club? The still like an artist book club. I've got a lot of people in there. So shame on you for not well, being in there. I'm I'm a terrible person. But that's that's all right. That's what grace is for, right? But there's <laughs> true. So guys in in a, in a, I don't know why I'm holding this up to the screen for our pot for the for the sake of the podcast. Uh <laughs> you can't see it. Um guys, my favorite book called Steal Like an Artist. We're doing a book club right now over this book. And in the book, the the author quotes a writer when when they say everything that needs to be said has already been said. But since no one was listening, everything must be said again. 
And so, Phil, if you think about it, man, if you took your reels and every 90 days you took your top performing reels and then you repost them with like a different trending sound, no one from 90 days ago is going to go, wait a minute. Yeah. That Phil guy, what that he's, he's using stuff over. Nobody remembers. Yeah. And so it's such a simple way to not overthink what we're trying to accomplish. Yeah. I, I you, you shared, you shared that in a podcast or a video. Yeah. Like maybe it was like a month or two ago. And that piece of information, like really freed me up. Cause you know what? Sometimes we let our own, our own mind restrict us from doing the things that need to be done. Right. Right. We can come up with all these reasons why we shouldn't do something, you know? And I had a little bit of self-doubt about stealing other, even stealing other people's ideas. Right. Yeah. Because that, that person, it's not their idea. They got it from somewhere else. Like you said, everything that's been said has already been said. Right. Yep. All you, all we're doing is repurposing stuff and putting it in our own voice. Right. right. And making it unique to us. And that, that, piece of information that you shared really freed my mind up to just go find things that are important and that I feel like my customers or my real estate agents need to know. And that's valuable to them. And I just put it yeah. in my own words. I repurpose it to me. I make it my own. 100%. Dude. And, and that's, you know, cause you mentioned earlier, you found Michelle through Jeff's podcast, right? If Michelle wasn't careful, Right. She'd go, well, I'm not going to keep going on podcasts. I've already told these stories on 50 podcasts, but each host gets something different out of her than the host before, which right. causes her to tell the story slightly from a different perspective than the time before. And so you could go find her on 30 podcasts and you're going to take notes and get something new out of every single one, even though it's 80% the same story. And that's what I did. Like I literally searched Michelle Berman in the podcast Wow. And it pulled up all the podcasts you and I just went on a Michelle Berman deep dive. And that I awesome. Did that. I did that with you, Kyle Draper. I went on a Kyle Draper deep dive. Ooh, that's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, be take a laxative or something before you do that <laughs> next time. And, and it, it really, guys, I, I hope you can sense like what what we're trying to help you, the listener, understand is you are overthinking the crap out of this. Yep. It is not rocket science. It is not right. Like you might not be a tacticianer like Michelle. You might be more like you and I, or you might be just like her and, and you struggle with having the big idea. The bottom line is start and surround yourself with people that are good at other things than you are and watch your content begin to unfold. Because I want to jump and feel to like you're, you, you are crushing the real game right now. Thanks, man. And like, I, it's all I see. I see your reel at the top of my newsfeed every, every day. And there's always something I'm drawn to, whether it's the story, whether it's the look of the camera, right? Like talk to us about like the evolution of your journey with reels. How have you kind of, you know, have you simplified it to make it easier to streamline it? Just because we know that's the most powerful place to be showing up right now. Yep. Not just Instagram, but the actual real aspect. Yep. And so talk us through some of that. So I think the first thing people think is they got to have like fancy equipment, right? Yeah. And they're like, oh, I need a nice camera. I need this or that. The best performing, the, the, the real 
that produced the most lead activity and most business income generating activity for me was a reel I made where I'm sitting in my truck, wait in the parking lot at my kid's school to pick my kids up. I have a first grader in a kindergarten. So I got there, you know, anybody that's ever had to pick their kids up from school, you know, that pickup line, it's crazy long. What parents are showing up an hour early to be in the front of that line? Like, what are they doing with their lives? Sorry, I didn't mean. I didn't I mean. saw. I saw a meme the other day. Somebody said, "Look, don't give those parents a hard time. It's the only hour of alone time they're gonna have during the day." <laughs> that might be true. That sitting, might they might actually be the smart ones. Yeah, they're like they're like sitting in the car just waiting, you know, and they're like, "Oh, peace and quiet." So you know. They get to turn up their 90s rap music and watch YouTube yeah. videos. You know, so that's so true. I didn't even thought about it. so I derailed <laughs> it. So sorry, back to the no, real, you're good. You're sitting in yeah, the pickup so, line. Sitting in the sitting in the, the truck. And all I do is I grab my phone, I turn it around, and I hit record. I don't have fancy lighting. I don't even have a microphone. I just have my cell phone. And it's me talking to the camera for one minute about an experience that I had with a customer. I had a customer who was self-employed and I solved their problem. And all I did is I just shared what happened. What we do as loan officers every day, I gave everybody an example of a problem that I solved. And that, that, it, it, the, the first, the, uh, when you, the thumbnail was just me, like my ugly mug looking down at the camera, it wasn't a pretty thumbnail, didn't have a great graphic. (laughs) It just said self, if you're self-employed, listen up. That's all the words that were on the screen was. And that video got like 4,000 views. And I probably had 15 either messages or phone calls from real estate agents wow. and, uh, and, and consumers wanting to know like, you know, hey, can you solve my problem? And even, even just yesterday, I got two calls from real estate agents because evidently there's like a realtor Facebook group here in the Quad Cities. Quad Cities is where I live. I live in Bettendorf, Iowa. We have like four small towns that merge together okay. on the Mississippi River that, that's called the Quad Cities. They have a realtor group and one realtor was asked a question like, what lender would you work with You know, for self-employed individuals? And I got so many recommendations wow. from realtors I've never even met or talked to. Incredible. I don't know them from Adam. And they're recommending my name because of that stupid little real video where I just turned the camera around and I just talked to the camera and said, Hey, here is what happened at the office today. And how many, think about how many realtors or lenders have been in the carpool lane, just like that. They had the thought like you had, but their thought then went to, well, this isn't professional enough. Like I don't have my good lighting. I don't have my good mic. And so their plan is I'm going to wait till I get back home and I have a hat on today, but I want my hair to be done because this is permanent. And they have all these ideas, but because our lives are freaking nuts, the, it never aligns for that to ever actually happen. Yep. And so many ideas go to die because we think it needs to be perfect. Exactly. Or, or I mean, or they don't come up, they don't, they don't have an idea, right? They struggle. They're sitting there and they're like, I don't know what to talk about. Just talk about what you did today. Talk about how you helped somebody. Something so simple. Yeah. It's just sharing an experience. And when you're inspired, like you said, like right in that situation yeah. where I, you're inspired with something, just turn the camera around and hit record. 
Go. And just go. And even Guys. if you mumble through it, hit stop and hit record again and share it again. If you're and it just keep going, just get it out. Go. We're going to tag. We're going to tag that video of yours in the show notes. If you're a lender, go watch Phil's video and then go. I've helped a self-employed person before and go do the video that he did. Your people don't know him. Yeah. Right. Steal all my videos. I don't steal care. them all. It it's not, it's not that hard. And so, so you saw a ton of success coming from that. As far as consistency goes, Phil, like how many reels are you doing a week? How many times are you posting a week? I know, you know, Michelle's real big as am I on engagement and like yep. giving engagement, not just waiting to receive yeah. it. So yeah. talk us through some of that stuff. Yeah. So the, the, when I first started, I was just posting posts, like pictures, you know, some graphic and, and I have a system and Michelle really lays out a system for, especially with Instagram, Yeah, Facebook, I, I Facebook, I manage a little bit differently than I do Instagram. It's a different platform. Yep. But Instagram, yeah, I try to post something every day and, um, there's just a mix of the type of content that I mix yeah. it up, but I try to do three to five reels a week. Okay. You know, and, and I've really leaned into reels because they just perform so much better. Right. And I, and, and I mix in, I, I even mix in the type of content I'm doing with reels, right? You know, you want to use, you want to try and find trendy stuff on reels and how can you apply that to your business? You want to provide value, you know, through reels. Um, one thing that I've really transitioned to um, as a loan officer is that I've really transitioned my business from creating content to tr try to drive consumer traffic to creating content to try to build relationships with real estate agents. I love it. You know, I was yeah. listening to a podcast uh, Jeff put out a couple of weeks ago. He was bringing in data um, regarding um, the number of buyers and if they use the lender that their real estate agent recommended. Mm. And so they did like a, a survey and I think it was like, I'm probably quoting this wrong, but I want to say it was like 76% of buyers used the lender that their real estate agent recommended, wow. even if they were pre-approved with somebody prior to coming in. Really? So, like when I, so when I hear that data and I hear that statistic, I'm like, oh man, the real estate agent is here to stay. Right. I know that there's so many things in the market where people are trying to kick the real estate agent out. But if right. anything, like the I buying with Zillow, if that told us anything, that whole dumpster yep. fire, the real estate agent is here to stay. And if you're a lender, the real estate agent is your is your lifeline. You know, so I've really focused more or transitioned my my stuff more towards creating value for real estate agents and building relationships with real estate agents. And if I can, I want to add right here to just protect the realtors that listen. Guys, please do not hear what Phil just said and allow that to validate why you'll always be important. And so you <laughs> don't take this seriously, right? Just because your role will always be valuable doesn't mean you deserve jack crap from anybody. Right. And so this is why knowing realtors aren't going away, this is all the more reason why you need to be focused on creating genuine content for people so that when they go to receive social proof, they find it. Super or, valuable. Or they just or they just discover you. Like right. the, you know, that that's the biggest thing is that 
real real estate agents, there is a, I mean, there's a generational shift. There are a lot of older real estate agents that don't do anything on social media. And those guys are going to transition out of out of the industry. And the home buyers, the first-time home buyers, the millennial generation, you know, those folks that are in their 20s coming into 30s, those people are on social media. Yep. They're not going on to Google and saying, best real estate agent in in Dallas, Texas. They don't right. They don't do that. They don't do that no. anymore. That used to be how people did business. They wanted to find the best. They're on social media and they're trying to find somebody that they can connect with. And 100%. When, when you show up in their feed or somehow show up in front of them before they even know they need a real estate agent, that's 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 the money right there. 100%. Absolutely. And man, I I can't not talk about so for those of you listening, the way I do my show is I jump on with each guest and we just kind of talk for three or four minutes before I hit record because I want to make sure that we talk about what the guest wants to talk about as well as I don't surprise them with anything they were unprepared to talk about. <laughs> but so as I was just asking you questions, Phil, you said I've done one YouTube video and it changed my business. Yeah. That's what you said. Yep. So I would be doing a disservice to the people that listen to this podcast if we did not dive into what the heck did you do on one YouTube video that could allow you to declare that at the end of it. Yeah. So, so I, I read a great book uh, by by a good man named Alec Hansen. I'm sure you probably know who who Alec is. Oh yeah, he wrote a book. He's, called he's been on the show. Yeah, Alec's a great dude. I, I love that guy. He is a super smart guy and he has, there's so much up here that I wish I could get out of him. Uh, You know, I would love to sit down with that guy for two hours and just pick his brain, but he wrote a book, which he, you know, tried to get all that stuff out of his head called bypassed. Yep. And in the book, he talked about being able to streamline your business and, and make, and do that by making YouTube videos that answers a lot of the questions that you answer on a day-to-day basis, right? Yep. And um, and so I was like, man, that's a great idea. I was like, I need to get on that because you know, uh, when you get to a certain level, like you know, I've got thirty deals in in process right now as of today, and as that grows, and like we're expecting to just explode this year. Yeah, we're in the slow time, and and we're already Come busy. On. So how do I how do I get more efficient? with answering these questions and these things. And so I was like, okay, this, this YouTube idea is brilliant. So I'm starting to put together a plan. What am I going to shoot? How do I want to answer it? How do I want to send them down the CRM process? But I was like, first things first, I see you get this video shot, like an intro video, because when real estate agents send me leads, they connect with me, like on a three-way text message. That's how they do it. They're like, yeah. Hey, Phil, this is so-and-so they need to get pre-approved. Right. And what I had been sending was like a text message with like a digital business card. By the way, if anybody needs a digital business card, I have a template. You can go find me on Instagram, go to my ZNAP link. There's a Canva template that you can go on there, download, steal, put your information in, and you have a free digital Boom. business card. You don't have to do any work. Filled, at filled odds mortgage, go on there, take it. It's free. We'll put um, that anyways, in the show notes too. I was So I created this digital business card and that's what I would send. Well, I decided to make this intro video where it's literally just me in front of a camera just telling them about me, myself. 
I yeah. talk about who I am, where I'm from. I let them know that I'm a local guy here in the community. You know, my married, what my wife does, you know, I have kids, you know, here's my hobbies. Here's what I love to do. And, and I literally say in the video, I just want you guys to know that I'm a normal dude, yeah, just a normal guy that does mortgages. And I'm really passionate about uh, problem solving and coaching you through the mortgage process. And I'm just excited to get to know you, building a relationship with them. And then I give them a couple tips on first steps. Here's where I need you to fill out an application. Here's the, the pay stubs and W-2s that I need to get you pre-approved. And then I'll follow up with you and schedule a call. Anyways, I just wanted you to see my voice or uh, hear my voice, see my face, excited mm-hmm. to get to know you. Boom, like two and a half minutes. And that the my conversion on on uh, lender or uh, realtor referrals has gone through the roof because people click on that video and they're like, hey, I watched the video, love it. And, and, and I'm hearing feedback from my realtors are like, oh man, uh, my client, they really love you. They they like thought that video is awesome. They think you're really relatable and stuff and they're excited to work with you. They're so happy that I referred them to you. And that is the ultimate goal. If you're a loan officer and you're listening, your job right, is to provide an excellent experience right. for your real estate agent or your uh, real estate agent's uh, lead, right? You're part of the real estate agent brand. Yep. You're on their team. You're on their side. You're, you're not doing your own thing. Your job is to make them look good, right? And so like this process and, and making and trying to do whatever I can to take care of the client so that the real estate agent looks like the hero for referring them to Phil Dodds at Rave Mortgage and, and, and just being able to go that extra step. Because I can tell you loan officers, there is no other loan officer out there right now that has an intro YouTube video about them and their family and their hobbies and the first steps and is sending it to everybody on the first touch. Right. That's it, man. It's not rocket science. It took me, it, honestly, it took me 10 minutes to like make the video. Yeah. Like three takes, you know, because I mumbled my words, you know, and said something stupid and I had to go back and start and re-record, you know. And you can do it on your phone. You can get yeah. an app called LumaFusion on your phone and edit the video if you want, you know, or if you want to get more creative like me, you can download the free DaVinci Resolve, throw it in there and cut and paste it together. Anything called DaVinci, I'm probably out on. That <laughs> like that word is probably associated with a level of of intelligence that that is not the Kyle Draper <laughs> level of intelligence. <laughs> but guys, but Luma- it is. LumaFusion is like, it, it's an app on your phone and you can edit and cut and paste a, a video on your phone. I love like, that. You don't have to, you can put subtitles in. It's very easy to use. And guys, what if, what if you did it like this, right? Cause Phil, you already said, you know, you had a background in videography, you had a background in photography. So if, if people want to, they can be lazy and go, well, see, Phil's good at that stuff. That's why Phil's good at it. And I'm not. And so guys, what if you created a version of it right now that maybe isn't the best version, but it's a version and at least you have something. And then 90 days from now, as you're better, re-record it go, and then go have back, a new version. Go back and look at my stuff. Go, go back on my Instagram or my Facebook page. I had never created a video before wow. November of 2020. Wow. I, I was, I was, I was there just like everybody else. Yeah. I knew yeah. how to use a camera for photography, but video, like all yeah. that stuff. I didn't know. I just learned it. 
like this this light like this lighting situation yeah i got like a nice soft box here most of my videos are shot in front of my window though yeah. I, don't, I don't use this this soft box here and then i have like some practical lights back here that's just stuff i've learned i don't have to have this right I, like i said most of my stuff i pop prop up right in front of my window get some nice little bit of light i have like a 30 dollar this thing right here this is what I use. My phone attaches to here, and I got this little tiny Rode microphone, and I just hook it into my iPhone. That's it. I love it. It's not like you know, I'm, I'm buying hundreds of dollars worth of gear, or it's anything extravagant. Almost all of my reels and all of my videos on Instagram are recorded on that tripod with that little $30 Rode mic on my phone. And the, and the bottom line is, it's a process. Yeah. I, I have way more equipment today than I had seven years ago when I started. Right. It's, it's, with it. it's like that with anything. It's just you, the more you do it, the more you turn the phone around and hit record, the better right. you get at it. Just like, we, like with you with preaching, right? That first sermon, how bad was oh, it? it um, can I tell you that <laughs> after I preached for the very first time, I faked a sickness and ran to the other end of our building and hid in the dark until everyone was gone. And my boss was like, where are you? I'm like, I think I'm going to throw up. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm over here in the, in, in, in this room. And I, I was so embarrassed, you know, I, and, and so you do your, I, you're right. And now that's probably my greatest gift is my ability to communicate and command a stage. And if I would have been like a lot of people, Man, I'd have thrown that talent after, you know, that horrific moment of hiding in the dark. Yep. And, same, and, and praise and God, same, I didn't. And probably same thing with like recording video or getting on this podcast, right. right? Yep. The first time you do anything, yeah, you have to do something more, and it right. doesn't. You, you don't ever get better until you finally start doing it. Yeah. And I, and, and I will tell you, like, you're probably like me. We have all these great ideas, like personally, like we have yeah. all these great ideas. It's all about sitting down. And just committing to doing it and being consistent with it, yep. and then it just takes off. One hundred percent. That that is the greatest advice we can give anybody. Yep. the 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 other thing is, guys, everybody wants to go viral, right? And and there's these gurus out there that will claim, right? Like, pay me money, I'll teach you how to go viral, guys. What you think is going to go viral is never going to go viral. And what you think is stupid and nobody's going to watch this, I'm going to delete it. That's probably what you're, what's giving you the best shot to go viral. And so how do we win on social media? How am I winning? How is Phil winning? We show up. Because if you're doing three to five reels a week, one of those is probably going to get some fire underneath it. That's how we win. So, and, and people see you're consistent, right? You just show up every day. It's the subliminal stuff, right? Yep. That that's the biggest thing. You know, I heard you. I heard you say on a podcast one time that uh, someday, as a real estate agent, you're going to get on Facebook and somebody else has just bought a house and they use a different real. You're a friend bought a house with somebody else, and you're yeah. gonna call them up and be like, "What the heck, man?" Yeah, I'm a real estate agent. Like, why didn't you give me a call? Oh, I totally forgot that you did that. 
And like, so your goal as a real estate agent is to make sure that never, ever happens. Right. And like, that's the, that's the goal of social media. You just stay consistent, stay front of mind, you know, and, and, and con- it, the consistency is just so important. Like I can't, I can't, I can't get over how important it is to just get to doing it and stay consistent with it. That's it. And I think that's how this episode needs to end <laughs> because that's, that's the greatest advice either one of us could give to anybody. And so Phil, we, we just crushed an episode of the yep. podcast. Everybody's going to want to connect with you. How can they do so? Yeah. So they can follow me at Phil Dodds Mortgage on Instagram. Uh, come find me on Facebook. I'd love to be your friend on Facebook. Yep. You can, uh, if, if that's more your jam than, than, than Instagram is. And I'm always on there, always happy to, to, to chat, talk with you guys. If you ever have any questions, you know, reach out. I'd love to talk to you, get to know you. I just love to get to meet new people. So just uh, getting to meet people it. from all over the country is awesome. So I love it, bro. Thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. We need to, we need to get on and, and, and talk face to face more often. Are, are you right. in Dallas? I am. Yep. I, we need to, I need to get down to get down Come to on. Dallas again. I mean, I'm my in wife, funky town, so I'm technically, you know, Fort Worth. Dude, that's Car- my wife, Carrie and I, that's our town, dude. Come we on. love Fort Worth. Yes. Himes barbecue. Oh, dude. Mm. Himes barbecue. We can go get some. You want to come down here? Dude, like I, seriously, we love coming down. We love going to Billy Bob's and seeing the country yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, we all, we almost moved there, dude. But uh, dude. like we were, we were, oh we were really gosh. close. Yeah. Well, we we're going to take this conversation off the recording <laughs> but before before i stop recording thank you jeff zimfer for being who you are thank you alec hansen for being who you are and thank you michelle berman michael for being who you are because without the three of you this conversation doesn't carry the same amen and so we appreciate you guys so much thank y'all for listening we'll be back real soon with another cool person with an even cooler story see ya Thanks for listening to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow and reach out to my guest. Also, please consider sharing and leaving a review wherever you consume this content because this is the world we live in and your review online for others to see is invaluable for the success of this show. And remember, you're amazing. Talk to you soon.